This is Fly episode number 35, featuring sensational starlet, Shanae Moore. Coming live from the Fly studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode to help you get to where you need to go so you can fulfill your life's yearnings. Today's episode features the beautifully talented Sinead Moore, uh, I had a great time talking with Shanae as only a couple weeks before we did this episode was my first time meeting her, and it was a lot of fun getting to hear her journey and what she wants to do in her life, and as I was going back through this episode and listening to it, the thought that Shanae is an expert in what she is talking about is so prevalent throughout this episode so I really think you're gonna enjoy it there's a couple of times where it cuts out so don't worry about that I was gonna edit it out but I wanted it to be real and uncut so anyways here's the show hey welcome back to fulfilling life's yearnings I'm your host Blake Soleil and today I have the lovely Shanae Moore on Shanae, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I'm actually really glad that we got a chance to, you know, actually get on here on the podcast. You know, me and Shanae have a, a funny story of how we met my momager, my mom <laughs> referred to herself as. Uh, she actually introduced us, what was it, about a week ago? Mm-hmm. Last Sunday? Last Sunday at um, a graduation party. And so... As all moms do, of course, she told me I needed to meet this girl and that she had a, a really cool story to share. So we started, you know, talking and, of course, one thing led to another. And now here she is on the Fulfilling Last Journeys podcast. And I think that's great. So, Shanae, um, I'll let you take over. Just for starters, can you just tell people, you know, your bio, you know, who you are? Uh, where you came from, and and what you're doing now. All right. Well, my name is Shanae Moore. Um, I'm from Southfield originally, but I moved to West Bloomfield when I was four years old. Um, I was one, probably one of the only African-Americans growing up. Um, So that was interesting. Um, played a little bit of basketball for, for a while, um, got into Spanish, uh, started taking, uh, biomedical science classes at Western Michigan university, um, and realized that I didn't really have any interest in science. So, um, decided to try acting out something I've always wanted to do, but never really, tried and then I fell in love with it okay so that's where I'm at now 
Wow, so that's cool. So you mentioned, you know, your original uh, major in college. What what was it that you know led you to doing that, and and how did you realize that that's not what you enjoy doing? Well, I always felt like I did things to make my parents happy. Um, I don't know. My parents were kind of going through a rough patch. Well, they never, they were arguing a lot. And I just thought that like doing something to make them proud would maybe kind of mend things or save their marriage. So I decided to go into a field where I know that there would be like a lot of money Mm -hmm. or, you know, good job opportunities so I wanted to go to dental school. I didn't really want to, but I decided to do that. Okay. And uh, I never really took science classes. I just, I, I didn't really think it through. I just decided one day I'm going to be an orthodontist. So I just applied for that major, or I mean, just went into that major and didn't realize <laughs> what I got myself into. Okay. Yeah. So it was one of those spare of the moment things, you know, yes. trying to, I guess, appease others in a sense. Not really at that full extent, but trying to do something that made it easier for others to kind of be happy. Yes. Okay. Exactly. And and so what was that experience like? You know, go back to the day when, when you, you know, finally realized and you were talking to yourself and saying, you know, what the hell am I doing? Like this... This isn't right. Was there some sort of crisis or or some major event that happened that the, the light bulb finally went off in your head and you're like, you know, I should be doing something else? Yes. Well, uh, I was at Western for about five years. Okay. Um, I was pretty much failing like every single science class I took, retaking them. I took, I think I took organic chemistry like three times at Western. Wow. I hear, I hear that's a hard course. It is. Um, so my parents divorced and um, my dad kind of, my dad ended up being homeless as a result of this. Oh, wow. And so um, I just felt like I needed to, I wasn't doing anything productive at Western. I was just retaking classes and I was wasting, you know, money doing mm-hmm. this. And I just wanted to come home and be with family and just kind of get get my life together. So I applied at OCC and started taking those science classes there, which I was doing a lot better because the te- it was more hands-on. There was smaller classrooms, and I was getting A's and stuff, but I still just wasn't happy. Like, I would literally spend all night. I'd be up pulling all-nighters all mm-hmm. week. And I felt like I was getting carpal tunnel syndrome and arthritis and everything. Like, I just was so stressed out and I just wasn't myself. Right. And um, I just decided one day, like, I, I've always felt really comfortable around groups of people, like, making them laugh and just being, like, silly. And I just love that feeling. So I was like, why not try taking an acting class? So I took my first acting class. Mm-hmm. And I just, I've never felt, like, more like where I was supposed to be just like being on stage and like letting go of everything, just, you know, getting into it. It just right. was like the best feeling ever. So, 
Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Just just sticking with that point just for one for one moment. How long of a you know of a period was this for you? Was this something that you were, you know, conflicting over at the beginning and and did someone, you know, kind of help you along the way to actually start taking that first acting class or did you just bring it upon yourself to to change your narrative? Well, I think I was talking to my friend uh, that just had just moved out to California okay. and she had actually um, started doing acting. And I like just thought about it for a second. And I was like, I really would love to, you know, do that, too. So like that really kind of s- brought the idea to my mind, like just the fact that she was out there giving it a shot and trying something that it just made me realize, like, it just made me realize that I sh- I should maybe try it too. I don't right. know. Exactly. Yeah. Life is too short not to, you know, experience those things that we think we might want to do or even have a, an inclination that it might be exciting. Did you feel that same way when you were going through this transition period? You know, was acting something that you, you know, maybe thought you could do when you were younger, but you just weren't sure about it? And how was that for you? Yes. When I was younger, like I, I feel like I pushed it to the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. Like I've always loved the thrill of just, you know, entertaining people, making them laugh, just, just being around. Like I never was shy in that sense. Like I'm more shy one-on-one than I am in front of strangers. Okay. So I feel like it's always something that's been there, but I pushed it to the back of my mind because I didn't think that it was something that was attainable or even worth, you know, giving my time to. So I just, kind of suppressed it. Interesting. Now, why was that? Why Why did you think it was, you know, something that was unattainable? Because I know, you know, for a lot of young people, you know, my audience right now is millennials, but I definitely have a lot of other listeners that are, you know, in future generations and also past generations who say that, you know, they, they didn't pursue the things that they wanted to do because it was uh, foreseen as unattainable. Where... Where do you think that mindset came from, uh, especially in your situation? Was that something that was taught? Did someone tell you that you couldn't, you know, achieve that, or or what was that like for you? Um, how do I answer that? Um, <laughs> I feel like maybe it was something. I'm not really sure where it comes from. I feel like we all have like this um, tendency to like kind of self-sabotage. Okay. You know what I mean? Like um, it wasn't until I took my first class and I, and I got the feedback that I got from people um, about, you know, my potential or my skills that I, that I even took myself seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, I don't know how to explain it. Was it was it like there was a a perceived fear where you were afraid of something, uh maybe not going the way that you hoped or being ridiculed? Did you think that might have had something to do with it or Yeah, like the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's with anything that you do, but the right. fear of failure, it causes you to like, you know, to sabotage it before, you know, you even get the chance to to um 
to even start doing it, right? Yes. <laughs> That's interesting. So when you actually got into that first acting class, I know, you know we're all human and we, like you were saying, begin to self-sabotage ourselves even before we would begin. And, you know, I do this at some points as well. And we like to think of the worst possible thing, you know, that's going to happen. And then it, like there's so much that could go wrong that our mind is just jumping all over the place. What did you think would be the worst thing that would happen, you know, from you trying acting? That I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that I really sucked. Uh-huh. But I mean, once, I don't know, like just something happened when I was on stage for the first time. And even though it wasn't, it wasn't that good the first time, but like being in a class like that, you get feedback and you, and you work on it. And the next time you get up there, you don't, you don't suck as much and you just get more comfortable. And you know, the, it's just like, you just got to let it go. Mm -hmm. Like you, the best part about acting to me is that, you know, you, you get to make a fool of yourself. So I don't know. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> why not? Why not try? No, I get what you're saying. Exactly. I think, I think that's cool. So I like what you were saying there. I also wanted to know, you kind of touched on it earlier, you know, about that feeling and what I like to tell listeners you know, people listening in about fulfilling life's yearnings is that it's really about, you know, doing what feels best to you and and going along with that. That means, you know, being your best, you know, writing and rewriting the script of your life to whatever you want it to be and, you know, taking action on your dreams. So from, from you acting, what what does it feel like to do that? Because I, I notice a lot of time athletes, you know, they'll say that they were in the zone and, and everything was kind of like, and, you know, just felt so surreal and, and everything was just clicking. Is that kind of similar for you with acting? Yeah. With acting, it's. How do I. It's like you, you get the chance to be kind of like a superhero. Okay. Like when you're when you're working on your your monologue, your scene or whatever, like there's like this process, like for for method act method acting, mm-hmm. which is the way I learn. Um, and it's just like when you're when you're going through the process and you finally get that scene um, to where you want it to be. It's like you you're you're fighting, you're fighting through it, you're fighting to get your point across, you're fighting for you know, what your character wants. And that kind of helps you in life too, because mm-hmm. I mean, even if you fail, like right. it's, it's the fight that you put up that makes you kind of feel like, you know, you can do anything like you're a hero. Okay. Superhero. Yeah, no, I got that. So I was just going to ask you about that too, that, that parallel between, you know, acting. So you said you did method acting. That's your, that's how you, that was your background of studying, and you also just made that comparison to you know life. So I wanted to hone in on that adversity. What what has the adversity been like for you as a, as a new actress, and 
and just going with you know the progression of you know learning this craft what have you had to overcome from yourself to keep on you know moving forward because obviously you could have given up by now but you're still pressing on so what what was that adversity and and what got you through it you really have to take a look at you know what makes you tick like what scares you what your fears are mm-hmm. and it's it's not really therapy but it 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 still is therapeutic so okay. you know just looking at your trials and tribulations and your hardships and being able to face them um and even like your your demons and like your the bad parts about you, like what makes you mad, being able to tap into those feelings. It's. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just being able to tap into those feelings. It really, it really helps you to get to know, get to know yourself. Okay. I'll vibe with that. So what you're saying is, that self reflection, uh, jeez. That self reflection is, you know, so vitally important to being able being able to overcome the things that we go through in life on a day to day basis, and and just taking a few moments, or you know, even maybe when you wake up in the morning or at night, and just reflecting on, you know, the previous day or what you want to get out of, you know, the current day is is going to benefit you in ways that you don't even understand yet. And I think that's true, you know, because I have my my master's right now in applied psychology. And the one thing that we did when we were doing the uh, counseling course was keeping a journal and and just observing things, our tendencies, and even observing other people, which ultimately helped me understand myself so much more. And as you were saying, you know, helping me figure out what I'm afraid of and what's holding me back, but also being able to understand people in a completely different light and just realizing that, you know, we're all on this journey together and we all don't have it figured out. You know, we every person has their insecurities and, and their moments when they just don't feel like things are going their way. And I felt like for me, it just made it so much easier for me to actually begin progressing and, you know, to what I'm doing now. Did you feel the same way? Yes, definitely. Um, just even when I was going through that time when my, my dad was homeless, like I would literally wake up and, and cry at night because I wasn't sure, you know, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. what, where he was, if he was okay. And, I, did, I actually did keep a journal during that time. Okay. And just looking back at that, that has actually helped me with a few of my a few of my monologues and stuff, just to tap into those feelings and just to to better understand to better understand myself and also to make to get better, like to heal and to and to I'm so bad at this. <laughs> um just grow, just grow from my experiences and use them, use them as, 
you know, a positive thing. Right. Definitely. Definitely. So I noticed that you're talking about, you know, tapping into that, those old emotions. Can you kind of touch on a little bit, you know, from your experience of, you know, what exactly do you mean by that when you're tapping into something that you might have encountered in the past and how does that, you know, reveal itself in some of the roles that you've had so far? It gives you, just tapping into those emotions gives you a more, um, gives you, makes your acting more natural. It gives you, it gives you not only like a person that you're speaking to that you can have in mind so that those feelings come out more real and more authentic, but it also allows you to feel, Mm -hmm. to feel genuine emotion because, you know, it just takes you back to a place where, where you, where you've been. Like it just takes you, it takes you there. It takes you on a journey. Like you were saying too. That's that's cool. So it's just so raw and, and it's, it's unedited and it's, it's coming from the purest moment, you know, that we all feel as humans. And I, I think that's really cool um, that you experience that. And, you know, I get those moments when I go through, you know, really tough times. And what helps me is I like to write songs and, and make music uh, just, just for fun. So I do that just to unleash all those things that I've been thinking about. And, and it helps Hey, what's up? This is Blake here taking a quick pause from the episode. If you are enjoying this episode as much as I am, hit me up on Twitter at Blake Soleil and let me know. I would love to hear your feedback and what your takeaway was from today's episode. Back to the show. In four, three, two, one. Hey, and she's, and she's back. Let me write that down. <laughs> 2028. So I'm going to cut that part out anyways, but... um. So where I want to go now is is just talk about, you know, what motivates and inspires you. I know so far we've covered, you know, your 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 bio and and your uh struggles and what you do now, but I want to tap into what you know keeps you moving every single day now. Just just re- realizing that where I'm at today is is not where I'm going to be tomorrow, Mm -hmm. where I'm at today is the result of, you know, my past and I can't live in my past. I just have to keep moving forward because my, the way I live my, my life today is, is going to reflect, you know, a brighter tomorrow. So just trying to stay positive and not, and keep the negativity like out out of there, out of my life. <laughs> okay. Now, do you have any, you know, routines that you like to do that, you know, kind of refocuses you? Like if, say, somebody says something negative to you, you know, what's your process? Do you channel that channel that, that negative energy in a certain way to overcome it or? I, I always try to send out positive vibes. Mm-hmm. I watched this. I think I was talking to you about this before. I watched this DVD called The Secret, okay. and it just talks about positive affirmations and speaking things into the into existence and putting out what you putting out the things you want to get back into your life. Putting 
positive things out into the universe. Okay. Because that's what the universe will bring you more of. So it actually happens to me a lot because I'm a bartender and people get really mad about their food and their drinks and stuff. And it's, it, it really does take a lot of patience, you know, to deal with people that are just, you know, negative all the time, but you can't let, you can't let anyone's negative negativity affect you. Like the best thing you can do is just to kill them with kindness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so what's an example of that? You know, you putting out those, those uh, good vibes out into the, into the universe. Just smiling at people when they're, when they're, when they're being mean <laughs> to you or just, you know, just always, just always being above mm-hmm. the negativeness. Definitely. Now, is there anything that you say for yourself, like about what you want to accomplish or? Well, I, I have this gratitude rock. <laughs> really? <laughs> that I, um, you know, pull out of my pocket. That's interesting. And just, it's just kind of like a reminder just a reminder, like when I, when I pull it out, I pull it out at the end of the day and I say everything that I'm thankful for and I okay. just put it back into my pocket or pocket or purse, mm-hmm. um, in the morning and just kind of do the same thing so that I start the day off right and end the day off right. Okay. That's really cool. Now, do you actually sleep with this rock or what do you do? No, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's usually on my nightstand or in my, uh, in my pocket. Okay. Or in my purse. Right. Cool. It's in my pocket at work because I think I need it more there. <laughs> yeah, I got to make sure you stay positive. So I, I did want to point out you know, to all the listeners that are tuning in right now, uh, the reason why I wanted to have Shanae, you know, on the podcast is because you know she's a fly millennial. And though she's not you know, where she ultimately wants to be, she is someone that is you know, definitely on that journey. You know, she's found her path and and she's doing everything that she can to you know to make sure that she ultimately ends up you know being able to you know pursue a major acting or acting career and I think that's fa- uh, fair to say in saying that is is that what you want out of this experience is that where you're heading towards yes it's definitely where I'm headed um <clears throat> Right now, I'm in Michigan, um, but been to a couple auditions, you know, done some theater stuff, done a couple f- independent films around here. But um, I do plan on moving to uh, California in October so I can really be where I need to be to mm-hmm. pursue this to, you know, the best advantage Definitely. possible. So you're, so you're okay with... That it's not happening right now, but you you have a plan and and you're still able to grind on the side. Do you ever yes. get those those moments at work when you're like, I just don't want to be here anymore? And and is that just making sure that you stay positive so you can get through those days, or what's that like for you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, there are days that I don't want to be there, but mm-hmm. I know that I I I can't just you know, act and I have a job, like I have to, you know, pay my bills. But right. also I, I use every situation that I can to better my crafts. Like at work, you know, 
in the bar. You're kind of always on stage. So in a sense, you're acting there. So sometimes I like read my lines on people (laughs) randomly and, you know, see if they like believe me. And I'm like, okay, cool. They thought I was really talking to them. But other times it's just really you're you're always on stage. So you have to put on an act a lot of times because people are always watching you. You can't be like, oh, man, I don't want to be here because they don't come here. They don't come into your restaurant to hear about how you don't want to be there. They come there to be, you know, entertained or to have a good time. So in a sense, I use it to my advantage. That's, which that's is, interesting. So so what yeah. you're doing is getting paid to do something else, but you're taking advantage of the situation to still be able to work on your craft. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool. Um, so... I know that's what you're working towards, but like right now in your life, are you, you know, at a place that you're, that you're happy, you know, are you sad right now? What's, what's your, you know, your state of being? My state of being is I'm just, I'm just staying positive. Mm-hmm. Um, going through the things that I've been through yeah. uh, made me realize that, you know, things could always be worse. Right. So I, I always try to stay positive and no matter what life throws at me, I always have to see the brighter side of it and I always have to be happy for the things that I do have because those could easily, you know, be taken away in the blink of an eye. Okay. So that's really cool. Now I also wanted to switch on over to actually talking about um, the roles that you've done so far. Can you just talk about those for a little bit? Sure. Um, my first film uh, it's called My Sister Ryan. Okay. Um, that was my first audition, actually. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a part. Um, I was the supporting role. So I was the cousin of, like, the main character. Do you want me to, like, tell you what the movie's about? or? Yeah, sure. Just give you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, my character, basically, um, it's about my cousin who just gets out of prison Okay. and he, I pretty much help him to get his career started. I introduce him to somebody and he ends up, you know, just making, making a name for himself. So I'm kind of like the person that believes in him in that role. And then my second one, um, I was actually, I actually got this, this film from meeting someone on the first on set of the first film and he was, he had a role in it and he called me on there to be an extra and I showed up and then I actually ended up getting a few lines. So this one comes out in November in theaters. So this one I'm really excited about, but I ended up being in like six scenes Mm -hmm. when I was really supposed to be an extra. So that was pretty cool. Wow. And then I've done, um, we had a, a playwrights festival for, the theater program at OCC. That's where I take my acting classes and my teacher, um, just wanted me to be in it. So I did like this group ensemble with four, with three other girls. Uh-huh. And it was kind of like a stage reading stage readings where we did like a poem, but they all kind of went together. Right. And so that was very, that was fun. That's awesome. That's, that's yeah. really cool. And this has all happened over what a span of this. Um, I started last summer, so it's been about a year. I've done this. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. That's what I like to see is, you know, someone just, you know, taking advantage of, you know, the opportunities that we especially have 
you know, in this in this century that if there's something that you want to, you know, try your hand at, you know, you can you can find people or places that are already providing those things that you want to be a part of and you just have to involve yourself and immerse yourself in, in into whatever it is. And it just really just just goes to show what kind of person Shanae is that she's been, you know, dedicated to this, you know, while still having another job and dealing with everything else that she's been going with in her life and the struggles and and just being able to take all of that and and have who we have here with us today and just be that positive person who's who's still reaching and and growing and searching for more, you know, of those great moments in life that we will all eventually one day cherish. So with that being said, Shanae, um I did want to ask you, you know, what is it that you think uh your message, you know, would be for others, whether they're thinking about getting into acting or just being able to, you know, go through life and and stay positive and find those 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 special moments that that bring us all joy. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is my message? Um, oh man, my message is, can I have a second to think? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like my message, what would would you tell yourself, I guess? Oh, that just to believe, to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry about what other people think of you. Um, you know, you got to find, you got to, um, <laughs> my message would be, I don't have a message. Um, <laughs> ask me the question again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll I'll ask it a different way this time. Okay. Okay. Let's see. It's so cool. I can just record these and then I can edit, edit that weird stuff out. <laughs> edit, edit them any way that I want to. Uh, where's that question I want to ask you? So I have Shanae on here. Don't worry about that part. So Shanae, with everything that you've gone through, um, being an actress now and and working your part time job and and just still being able to grow and to find those moments when you can, you know, fulfill life's yearnings and be happy. The question I have for you is: If you had a time machine and you could go back. To only one age in your past, what would that age be? And what would you tell yourself and why? Okay, that age would be probably six. Okay. Um, I just feel like I 
was carefree. I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't care what anyone thought about me. I was just myself and I did what I wanted to do. I marched to the beat of my own drum. Right. It's easy for kids to, to act that way because they don't really have any, any, any worries or any cares, mm-hmm. but I would tell myself to just, to keep that, keep that spirit, to just be, to just be me. And that no matter what I went through, you know, I, I just have to, I just have to be me. Definitely. Wow. I think that's powerful, you know, to pick that age six. And I think if I were to go back, you know, I think that would be roughly the age for myself as well. It just seems to be as as you were saying, as we get older, this ex- external presence begins to come down on us to, in a sense, conform to, you know, do things that don't interest us in, in a way to appease others and to make them happy. And and that, the message I think that you're saying is that you want people to truly understand that their life is all about freedom you know freedom to find those moments that truly bring them happiness you know freedom to you know fail to make make those pivotal mistakes and to go through periods of sadness that are only going to be able to make you a better person in the long run you know that's what i truly believe and i think shanae you're saying the same thing as well and i think that is just so great know, to be able to have someone on like you who, of course, isn't where you want to be yet. But again, you're making those strides. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So, Sinead, with that being said, I just want to say thank you for taking some time out today to be with me on the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings podcast. It was really cool getting to know you a lot better and just picking your mind with some of these weird, deep philosophical questions that I had for you this afternoon and I, I think this is going to be a great episode that people are going to enjoy. So um, is there a way for people to be able to you know, follow you or to keep up with what you're doing? Are you on social media or anything like that? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter <laughs> at hey, H-E-Y underscore nay, N-A-E. Or, um, yeah, that's it. Facebook. Awesome. Facebook. Shanae Moore. But I'm kind of hard to find on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, guys, girls listening in, you know, if you want to say anything to Shanae, uh, definitely hit her up. Sit on Instagram. And then that was hey underscore nay. Um, I'll add that to the show notes. So you can definitely, you know, find that, you know, by going to fulfillinglastyearnings.com uh, and just looking up the latest podcast episode. And then I will also, you know, tweet those out as well. You can find me on Twitter at Blake Sule. And definitely let us know what you thought of today's episode. You know, any positive or negative comments, you know, definitely help the show grow and just spread the influence of young people coming together and helping others to fulfill life's yearnings. Now, as always, my name is Blake Giovanni Thomas Sule. I'm glad you're able to take some time out of your day to spend time with me and Sinead today and go out there into the world and be fly.
Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams.